The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. We're focusing on the city of Murfreesboro this morning. Our mayor, Shane McFarland, is with us. Shane, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Great to see you today. Uh, it's good to be here, man. And I tell you, you, uh, you look like you enjoyed the Christmas parade the other day. Yeah, we had a good time. The entire council um, walked in the parade with our, our police chief or fire chief, got our, all of that organized with, uh, which also Nate Williams and Rachel Singer worked really hard on the parade. Nate just went through shoulder surgery, so we want to give some shouts out to Nate to him get better. He's back at work, but I know he's still still struggling through through that. But, um, man, no, we had a great a, a great time it was a talked to several people yesterday that were saying it was you know an hour and a half two hour parade and everybody had a lot of fun so it was fun and the weather turned out a whole lot better than anticipated yeah i was really worried about the weather on on thursday night because it did not look good but hey we were we were blessed and turned out uh turned out good i've got a new a new pup um he's i say new he's 17 months old but he drugged me the entire route of the parade so <laughs> i saw the two of you yeah, in there and drew my little one you know he's so what i've been mayor ten, over 10 years now and drew's 11 and so i think drew has been in just about every single christmas parade and so this year i was like hey buddy do you you know do you want to walk in the parade and he was like of course i do that's what we do dad yeah so, that's part of the tradition yeah <laughs> well as you look ahead toward the new year are there some exciting things in the future that you really are thinking this is great for murfreesboro yeah i'm you know, there's a couple things that have happened here recently. That I think that are that are beneficial. The airport, with all of the things that we've been working on at the airport over the last really two or three years, going you know back to some really tough conversations with with uh, Middle Tennessee State. The airport was awarded the um, a safety award from the Tennessee Aeronautics Commission or Tennessee Aeronautics TDOT, um, and it's Air Tennessee awarded our airport as, as the safest airport uh, award in, in Tennessee this past year. So we're getting that award tomorrow. So Chad and his team have done a yeoman's work on, on improving everything out there. Um, we've, we've worked really hard. And, of course, MTSU, you know, leaving in, in 2026, that um, they're, they're moving to Shelbyville. But we've, we've been rewarded and seen – the fruits of our our efforts from from the state on how hard we've worked out there in, in making the airport a, a safer environment. I think people don't realize how large the airport actually is. Not only do we have that beautiful new facility, but uh, on down the <coughs> runway there are other large structures that house a lot of corporate businesses. Yeah, there's one corporate business that's you know based there I, I think you're going to see in the future as mtsu transitions out we've had a lot of discussions even over the last week of you know building some new structures in the open space there to to really bring jobs you know the aviation industry right now especially in maintenance there's a there's such a need for that um so I think you're going to see the airport not necessarily grow in operations because I think once MTSU leaves, you're going to see operations go down some. But what you're going to see is the type of aircraft that come in in our general aviation aircraft 
um, will subsidize that loss of, of revenue, which, you know, you've heard me say this, MTSU 70, just a rough number, 75% of the operations out of the, that airport and about 25% of the income. So it's it's the general aviation side really subsidizes that airport right now and the taxpayer. And so I think we're going to get in a position to where that flips to where, um, you know, there's a there's a more equitable formula there. So you're seeing maintenance as being a, a big part of the business. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see we've got one group that has already mentioned about, you know, wanting to 100 by 120 hangar to locate, you know, mechanics and be able to do maintenance work there. I think you're going to see Murfreesboro Aviation will will grow. And, you know, I think the plan is to take over the the MTSU buildings. Um, you know, I think you're going to see some new T-hangers that will be built. We've got... I think the numbers we've got 49 people on the waiting list right now to get a tea hanger, and you know a lot of those people are based all over the mid-state that are in Murfreesboro that drive to Shelbyville or Gallatin or Lebanon because that's where Telahoma because that's where they have their planes based, and so I think you'll see some of those planes come back um, to Murfreesboro, which you know I think is a is a good thing for the community. The airport is an absolute beneficial. Um, part of our community and and so i think that's that's going to be something you see you know parks and rec we've got our west park design almost finalized so i think you're going to see west park under construction if not um early early this year <coughs> you're going to see you know several the skate park that's that's one of the things that's that's coming along um where will that be it's over at old fort where the old pavilions used to be so I think you're going to see that that come along. That will be a state park. Skate, skate, oh, skate, park. oh yeah. skate. Okay. Yeah. So you know, right now everyone is in the parking garage or at the Civic Plaza. So I think you know, really getting some activity in that old fort complex, I think is is something that would be beneficial not only for safety but you know, activity breeds activity, and where there's activity, there's other things that don't happen. And so I think, you know, having that lit up and having it be able to be uh, working through. We just voted on Thursday night. Um, and, and Bart, it's so funny that, um, you, you know, everything now is based on a narrative, right? It depends on which side you're on. But for years, we've talked about relining Butler Drive, you know, the old, it's a county road, the two-lane road that runs parallel to the interstate where uh, General Mills and so we voted on Tuesday night to we let that contract. It's about I don't know seven or eight million dollar contract um, to realign Butler Drive at the intersection of um, where Joby Jackson Parkway. And you know I look on social media and so the narrative out there is that we're doing that specifically for Bucky's because Bucky's is under construction <laughs> and that's not the case. I mean we've been working on that that Butler Drive even going back to. Um, Mayor Burgess, when when we're talking with Mayor Burgess about, you know, hey, can the county and the city partner with this? This is a beneficial. So what you're going to see is that Butler Drive will loop away from the interstate and get the where the where the intersection now comes out, literally on the interchange, and that's not what you want to see. It's like Asbury Lane. That's something we're we're really close to finalizing. You don't want roads coming out on the interchange because that's where cars. Are, are, are okay so i think we're getting close to be able to uh <coughs> get that realigned back away 
from the interchange and that will improve that whole that whole intersection so i think you're gonna see a lot of road projects that are coming along mm-hmm. um i think you're we had a community meeting last night that i went to on cherry lane um you know there's been some developments on cherry lane where the road design that was supposed to go in front of the soccer park there's some wetlands there and the army corps of engineers have said absolutely not you can't put the road there so that design had to change and that well, if you can't put the road there, where well, are you going to put it? <laughs> you have to you have to realign the road, and so in that case, that means that you know maybe there's some properties that you did not want to affect that get affected now, and so that's something our staff has been working on. Um, we've had a lot. I mean, just a lot of good things that we've 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 worked on this year. You know, and and so far our revenue is is stable from from where we we've budgeted. Sales tax numbers have been if not level up a little bit. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think we're, we're seeing the city in, in a, in a relatively good shape now. I mean, you know, Bart, it's this catch 22. I mean, you would love to have every road in Murfreesboro under construction, but, um, it, you know, that's just not feasible. So we're going through trying to, trying to get projects done and, and moving forward as quick as we can. Here's a question from a listener. They're asking about Butler drive. They're saying, uh, in addition to realigning it, will you widen it? It's very narrow right now for the <laughs> heavy truck traffic on that road. We won't align all of Butler Drive, but the portion that we are aligning um, absolutely will be widened to a larger a larger road. I mean, part of that road is a county road, um, and so trying you know we we work with the county wherever wherever we can but i think you're going to see the portion and i don't know the exact mileage of of that road but yes it will be a much much larger road than what it you know a two lane road right now with no curb no gutter no um no shoulders so i think yes where wherever we can and and what a lot of people don't realize is when we talk about building a new road it's not just tearing the road up and paving the road i mean it is utilities so that means water, sewer, storm water, like that, that project, right? That road out there now has no storm water. So in other words, no curb and gutter. Um, it's just ditches out there now. So we have to build curb and gutter. We have to do storm water. We have to build sidewalks. Just because wherever we're building a road now, we go and we build sidewalks. So that way, hopefully, at some point, they all connect together. So it's a, it's a big undertaking to, to do that project. Very good. Here's another one. This person's asking for you to elaborate a little bit more on the uh, expansion of Cherry Lane, trying to connect to I-840. Yeah, so what's happening from Thompson, and I'll tell you all this, and I've said this for, you know, we bought that property back 20-plus years ago at the interchange. That road being built on Cherry Lane um is one of the most significant road projects that I think you're going to see in the city of Murfreesboro in the future. Um, and so what that, that does, Bart, to give you an idea, from 231, uh, Jefferson Pike, or uh, 231 going to Jefferson Pike, you'll have Cherry Lane that will extend in front of the soccer facility it will loop around. It will go through the Leanna area and then connect to 840. And so then from 840, that road will go across Stones River and connect back to Broad Street um, over 
uh, closer to Smyrna where the 840 interchange is. So what that means, all this traffic that now has to go down Broad Street to get to Thompson Lane, to get to the north side of town or to get over to Medical Center Parkway, that that traffic now can turn on to Cherry Lane and bypass all of Murfreesboro, uh, the Broad Street area, to be able to get to 231 and to get to the north side of town. So I, I think it's going to be a significant project uh, that you're going to see once it's once it's completed. And will there be things like hotels there? You know, I mean, have I you think, had conversations I, with anyone? I, I've not had conversations with anyone. I mean, I think as a when I say I haven't had I haven't had conversations with any developers. I think our staff is planning what will happen at that interchange. Naturally, when you've got an interchange that has a lot of traffic, <clears throat> you potentially will see, you know, things that will occur on that interchange. But I mean, I can tell you one thing that we've made absolutely clear is that we're not going I'm not supportive of you know a bunch of multifamily apartments and things like that around the interchange out there I think what we're looking at is it would be you know sort of another gateway area where there would be you know goods and services that you can get there and that's one of the things Bart that we talk about you know like Medical Center Parkway right now has been widened to three lanes going from Thompson Lane all the way out to uh, 24 but you know the overall goal is to get places and goods and services where everyone doesn't have to go to the same spot to get, you know. So in other words, if there's a place where you can drive that you don't have to create additional traffic in a certain area, I mean, that's a good thing. So in other words, if you live on the south side of Murfreesboro, you have the things on the south side of Murfreesboro that you don't necessarily have to drive to the north side of Murfreesboro. And that's one of the things that we're, you know, we, we continue to try to, to work through. Very definitely. And uh, here's a, another question along those same lines. This person is asking about the West Park. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned about uh, you hope to it's, see work soon. So it's called at our city council retreat. We all agreed it's going to be called Veterans Park because it's on Veterans Parkway. But yes, we got our initial design back a couple of months ago and they're working through getting all the the finalized things. I think what you're going to see out there, at, at least what we've heard um, so far, and I think the council has talked about, and it's really a collaborative effort with the council. We've got institutional on the on on the actual frontage on Veterans Parkway. That would be institutional uses. Like when I say institutional, you know, um, you know, a possible library branch that would be out there. A um, a fire station or a police, uh, a police annex. And then in the interior, there's 25 or 30 acres that are being, that's being held out for a new school. And to be clear, none of the council right now is jumping up and down about building a new school. I mean, we, we don't want to spend 60 to $70 million if we can make it work with the existing schools that we have. Um, but then on top of that, you've got, Tra you've got walking trails, open space. Uh, there was an a, an amphitheater or a you know a, a gathering area. Pickleball and tennis courts have been talked about. Um, lots of different things on. And it's it's going to be a true community park. I mean, I, and then we're talking about on top of that, and have really been pushing for this. The 125 acres that we have on Highway 96 
Uh, that's across from where they're building the new Deb well develop or wet Dell Webb development that we're in process of working on design for our baseball uh, park or baseball fields out there. I mean, Bar we've not built new baseball fields since Barfield Park. As a matter of fact, baseball fields have been taken away. And I say baseball and softball fields. Um, you know, Oakland's Park baseball the softball fields went away there. There used to be fields at Samsonite. Um, so we're we're working on that process but i mean here's the 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 facts on this i mean smyrna built uh, their veterans park or i think it's cedar stone park um they built four baseball softball fields four and they're all turf and they spent not including the land about nine million dollars on building i think it's eight point something is what mary Esther had told me for four fields so we're budgeting 16 to 18 million for eight new fields um that but that's a lot of money it is a lot of money but it can benefit the people of the community yeah absolutely so i, I but i think what we've got to somehow figure out is um you know how we use those facilities and that that's one of the things we've had a you know a big we've had a lot of talk here recently that you know our goal as a parks and recreation department is providing spaces for residents and in, in the youth in our community and that's what we'll continue to do that here's a question uh, from a listener who's following the new music venue that's being built across from the hospital uh, on gateway boulevard corner of gateway boulevard and uh, medical center parkway and they're asking about the extension of gateway boulevard that will take it on around close to the river and connect with Robert Rose Drive. It, it looks, they said, uh, like it's coming along extremely well. Is it about to open? I don't think it will be open this year, uh, but I, I drove by that. Uh, you know, no, no, I mean, Bart, it's not like I pull up and say, hey, I'm the mayor, I want to drive through here. So I don't, you know, try not to. <laughs> Did you drive I, through I, it though? I, I drove up there yesterday, or it was day before yesterday uh -huh. and I, I just sort of pulled and, and looked uh, but yeah it's coming real it's coming along I mean they're they're even working on curb and gutter they've got so it's that was an easy when I say an easy road project there's you know it goes behind the oak shopping center and then connects back to gateway <coughs> so now if you're on Robert Rose or you're over by the mall you can go back to Medical Center Parkway and not have to get on Thompson Lane um, so I think that project I, I would say would be done in the next, you know, two or three months. If just looking, it's, it's not a big, yeah, it's a short road. Yeah. I don't have a timeline from the transportation department, but I, just looking at it from a construction standpoint, they're moving along on that road nicely. Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. 1450 Murfreesboro mayor Shane McFarland is our guest this morning. We're focusing on <coughs> Murfreesboro. And if you have a question or a comment, Give us a shout or text us, whichever's best for you. All at 615-893-1450. We're going to check on the traffic and weather, and we'll be right back. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The Action Line with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings at 810 on WGNS AM, FM, online. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak. 
my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go. You can get pastas or chicken. You know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. We have a larger selection than any of the other big box stores. Much better prices, uh, selection is wonderful from keyboards, drums, guitars, ukuleles are big this year. We also have lighting. This is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. You come down and look around. We have what you need. The Music World and Drummer's Den is located at 2762 South Church Street, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good morning. Still a lot of traffic volume on 24 westbound and through the Hickory Hollow area that continues in from Rutherford County. It's still busy up here on the east side. 40 east up by Charlotte Pike. It's all from a wreck we had earlier that's since been moved over on 40 east just past 46th Avenue before you get up to 440. Still heavy 65 south at Trinity Lane. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check them out online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the upper 50s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 31. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio at WGNS. Currently, it's 32. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Sometimes strange things can happen. Coast to coast, all night, every night. There's really no reason to be afraid. On WTNS AM FM online. And want to say congratulations to Wilson Martin. Wilson Martin is our Slick Pig delicious banana pudding winner, the birthday winner. And happy birthday to Wilson Martin. Also our good neighbor of the day, Karen Keener, is always helping and being a true friend even when she has other things of her own. She puts others first. Karen Keener receives flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Murfreesboro Mayor Shane McFarland is with us this morning. If you have a question for him, 615-893-1450. And uh, here's a person wanting to know how is it going with the music uh, venue that uh, had been mentioned just a little while ago. The last update I got was that they were starting first quarter uh, of this next year so that it would be, I'll, hope, I'll get an update from Craig Tyndall today um, and, and see exactly where that is. But it was my understanding they were starting first quarter of, of this year and that they were doing um, restaurants first with the indoor facility and then coming because it takes longer to build the amphitheater. That's the last the last uh, update I got. When do you think we'll be uh, in those restaurants listening to live music? I, I would think, you know, typically the the again that I'll get an update from Craig. But the last the last thing I to- was told was eighteen months from the time that they start was the the time frame that they would be be working on. Okay, we have, there's another message here from a listener says uh, that they've seen a lot of activity over around the old Horde Farm where at one time there was a sports venue, but uh, that went belly up. 
but they're starting to see people coming over there and looking and measuring and things of that sort. Is anything happening? I don't think there's anything happening from a construction standpoint. I know another person bought that property and, you know, the, the horde sold it to another developer, um, you, you know, and, and I think everything happens for a reason. And, and you've heard me say this when the group came in from Arizona, <coughs> um, you know, if someone comes in and says, hey, we want to spend $400 million in your community, you, it's not really the right response to say, no, nah, we're not interested in that. I mean, you go through the process. And in this case, the process worked exactly the way it was supposed to work, that, you know, we went through the due diligence. I mean, I, I can't, I went and met with TDOT, with the the city staff talking about road improvements. And then ultimately it got to where it's one of those things that the developer either had to put up or shut up. And the developer never closed on the property with the hordes. And so it, it worked exactly the way it, it doesn't look good, you know, that the project didn't happen and the group did a big announcement and, hey, we're going to do this. But, you know, it's it's our responsibility to make sure that we do everything we can, not only to protect the taxpayer, but to protect our community. And going through and doing all of that due diligence, you you don't get it on the front end because you're you're learning everything you know you're learning what their proposals i mean there's a lot of developments you bart we've talked about this too i mean the one on makes me so frustrated is the one on one east college that the city staff is still working with them um but any progress at all on that i i don't want to get into the legal side of that but i mean you've i have no faith in that development group that they're going to perform so I'll, I'll leave it at that, and it really frustrates me. Um, so the the area that you're talking about out at the Horde property, I think they're we're we're also doing a uh, sewer pump upgrade on that Horde farm. You know that that's where the the overall creek basin is out there, and so we we're spending nine or ten million dollars upgrading that entire sewer system. What does a sewer pump upgrade do? Well, so you've always heard the thing that crap rolls downhill. Yeah. That, that's the saying. Okay. So in these cases, it will go to a pump station, and then that pump station will pump it to our wastewater plant or our, our sewer treatment plant. So that's what that's what those pumps do. Okay. Uh, so that <coughs> property has been closed on the, the original one where they uh, went belly up, didn't have the money. Well, that was yeah. never closed on. They didn't. This, get, so I want to make sure we, you and I don't get in trouble. They they didn't go belly up in Murfreesboro because it never got far enough to go belly up in Murfreesboro. I think right. they are in bankruptcy in Arizona. Okay. So the, the Murfreesboro project never really, beside going through the the due diligence going through the what the zoning and all of that process was they never really got started they never closed the property in the horde property so the you know that group development group never did um never did so they had it what's called under option where they had an option to buy the property and then didn't buy the property so but some another developer has yes. now yeah it's my understanding taken that option purchased it the reason i'm asking this the work that the city put into doing planning and things yeah. like that, can that be used for no, this? No, I, I don't think I don't think anyone will go, you know, four hundred million dollars to do Oh well, they probably are not thinking yeah. of this but whatever they're developing. Yeah, I mean I think there. I think we got I don't think we lost the city didn't lose anything. You know, the city didn't lose any money besides the time that we spent 
you know, working with, with the development group and, you know, our time and going and meeting up with TDOT to talk about road projects and improving, you know, that broad street interchange, which I would argue is a good thing that we, we had those conversations because now, you know, TDOT knows. And, and that's the part, Bart, you know, people will say, hey, you need to upgrade this road before something ever gets there. And in cases like Cherry Lane and Veterans Parkway, Rutherford Boulevard, 30 years ago when Rutherford Boulevard was built, there are opportunities where we can go through and build roads, you know, and, and as soon as we build a road, that's when development starts coming to that area. But a lot of times, especially in the state world, development is what causes roads and pro and things to be upgraded. You know, so, I mean, if we went to the state and said, hey, Broad Street Interchange needs to be upgraded, they're like, well, what have you got coming there that for it to be upgraded? And so, you know, it gets those conversations started, which I, I'm, I think I'm thankful that, you know, we have the relationship we have with TDOT and they help they help Middle Tennessee as much as they possibly can. We have a phone call here, so let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Uh, yes, my name is Mark. I actually work for the city. I just wanted to tell the mayor Merry Christmas. I hope him and his family have a Merry Christmas. I appreciate everything he does for the city. And I want him to tell Mr. Craig Tindall to have a Merry Christmas. We're lucky to have him as well. I've got to know him, his family. They're great people, and he does an excellent job as mayor. And I just want to call in and let everybody know that. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you so much. I saw Mark's picture. We had the City Hall Christmas lunch yesterday, and Mark is one of our Stars Award winners. So Mark uh, Mark works at the Convenience Center on, on West Main Street. And, man, does such a – you wouldn't believe the number of, of compliments that we get from people who are like, hey, I just go – I don't live in that area, but I go there because I say I want to see Mark. He's so helpful. Oh, that's nice to hear. Good morning. <coughs> You're on WGNS with the mayor. Hey, I just had a question about – Going out toward the VA, Lebanon Road to Jefferson Pike. Whatever happened to that widening project? So thank you for, for that question. So we're hoping um, Jim Kerr, as a matter of fact, updated the council on this. The the state, I want to say it's a week from today, a week from Friday. It may be Friday. It's either Friday or next Friday. The state is getting ready to announce um how they're awarding the funds for the the better build pro, the build better program that the governor initiated for TDOT road projects and so that road project that widening from Thompson Lane all the way back to Jefferson Pike is one that we applied for funding um and also that was a a partnership that um we worked with the the county I, Bart I'll tell you this and this is a is we're in the the discussion of or the season of good tight was it great good tidings and great joy or yes yeah yeah this this year um you know just like any elected bodies we've we have like any family you know some things you agree with some things you don't agree with and man the county commission and the county mayor i can't tell you how much more positive it's been this year working with the county commission and the in the county mayor. I mean, we've we've had a good year of working together. I, I really think, you know, where we did have some heartache on different things in the community where, you know, it's 
it never is good when it's us against them. Um, and, and when I say us against them, both ways, you know, school systems or road projects or parks and recreation, I mean, we're all in this together. Ultimately, even though you're a Murfreesboro resident, you're a county resident. And I, I, I really want to command the county commission and the county mayor that we've really been able to work well together this year. Um, you know, I think you're going to see continued work with the county mayor, the county commission to talk about road projects and solid waste projects. You know, we're, we were working together even as late as last week on helping the county on their north side transfer station. And we have our south side transfer station that we're working together. But, um, you know, we, we've, we've really, over this past year, I, I could sit up here for two hours and tell you that the ways that we've all worked together. But, you know, I know was in a meeting on Monday with with Mayor Reed, um, Mayor Carr, and everyone is is committed to continuing to work to further our community together. What about the traffic situation? This uh, listener, we have a text here about traffic, and that's a pretty broad topic. But I I, I think it's been a concern of people for many many years. Yeah, I mean traffic is is by far our number one <coughs> our number one complaint um you know I, I i don't i don't think you can debate that we we don't we live in a safe community you know you're 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 going to start seeing and this is goes to another um side thing that we can talk about you're going to start seeing the the virtual policing system that's going to start coming up around mtsu and our downtown area we we can get on that after the next break, but um, traffic continues to be a uh, traffic continues to be something that we continually work on. I mean, Bart, seventy percent, seventy eight percent of our funding and our borrowing goes towards transportation projects. And you know, I, I get where people say, "Hey, it takes too long." You know, you you shouldn't approve things when you don't have the infrastructure in place. But what a lot of people don't want to admit and understand typically when development comes the developer has to pay for the road projects that's in their area and so look if we went by that philosophy our property tax rate would be so high that we would have because you know bart walker who lives on the north side of town is going to be paying for an unlimited number of of capital projects on the south side of town and if i ask bart hey bart do you want to pay for a 30 million dollar road on the south side of town you're gonna be like heck no not if it's gonna make my taxes go up so we we try to we try to balance that but i mean bart i think the last count we've got like 49 road projects in murfreesboro that are under construction and that does not include include private road projects so man we're doing the best we can and and i think if you talk to any municipality right now it is so hard to get construction projects pushed forward. Uh, I mean, Thompson Lane, we've been working on Thompson Lane with the state for almost 15 years now, and hopefully that's going to be under construction next year. So it just takes a while, and, and that's I'm not making excuses, but if I could magically snap my finger and get every road project in Murfreesboro done, I mean, we would do that. But, I mean, we are your city council continually – talks about traffic and transportation and how we improve our infrastructure and that's what we'll keep doing you know when you were talking about the uh, the project on cherry lane 
about the state, uh, the Corps of Engineers not wanting you or saying you cannot yeah. go where you're saying you're going because of the wetlands. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. But that, that's, that could open up a whole new way, and you might be able to uh, redirect traffic from Thompson Lane onto that. Yeah. Because you're going to have to get to the same location sure. from without going down Cherry Lane where the wetlands are. Yeah, and but look, here's the here's the I had a guy that I used to work with would say, "Hey, I'm from the Show Me State, you know, show Missouri. show me, you know." <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, I, as the resident who's listening to this, I'm I'm sure they don't want to hear, you know, hey, the mayor's just making ex- excuses, shut up and get the roads built. And so that's what I'm I, I want to tell y'all. We are doing, uh, we're not, we listen. And so I don't want to get transportation or traffic complaints any more than someone wants to send them to me. So, you know, Old Fort Parkway is one of the projects that we've applied for to widen Old Fort Parkway. Highway 99 is under construction. Highway 231, you know, that's one of the, the projects that we're working on. We've got Jeff, or the... 231 to Jefferson Pipe we're working on all state roads we've got Cherry Lane which is a city road that we've got allocated almost 30 million dollars for for Cherry Lane so I mean we we listen it, it it's one of those things it just takes time to get those projects in place we're going to pause for a moment check on the latest weather information we have a question here and I'll use this as sort of a teaser I guess we could say they start their comment with first impressions really do count We'll be back and find out what that first impression is. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. I like water aerobics. Margaret Ordabadian chose Adam's Place. It's been a great boon for my health to have water aerobics. The pool is saltwater pool, and the instructors are all geriatric trained. And then they have uh, stretch and balance to help you keep from falling. I'm Terry D. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Call Adams Place today at 615-904-9111. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the upper 50s. Northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 31. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio at WGNS. Currently, it's 32. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Back to the program. We're learning about the heart of Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we have another text here for the mayor. And this person says, you know, the first impressions really do count. And so many people look at Murfreesboro as being that small, sleepy town that it once was many years ago, especially when they come to see the downtown area. We have a beautiful square, but everything else around it 
does not look like a city of 160,000. When will we start to see these projects become a reality that you hear about? Yeah, I think the downtown project where we're sitting right now has much more of a opportunity than One East College. You know, I, I disagree to some extent, though, Bart, that if you go back and look over really the last, excuse me, the last five to seven years, I mean, between the county and the city, we've invested almost $250 million in the downtown area. Um, that's a lot of money, you know, redoing Lytle Street, redoing the infrastructure downtown, redoing, if you look at the water and sewer improvements that we've made behind, around the square, the judicial building that the county built, the the parking garage, you look at um, a lot of the things that the municipalities and the county, you know, have, have done to improve the downtown area. Again, it takes some time to, to be able to, to get to get those. But, I mean, look, I'm passionate about the downtown. I, the building that we're in, we you know, we bought an old dilapidated building and remodeled it, won the design award. You look at some of the buildings, Pinnacle's new building that they built downtown. You look at, for example, uh, E. Allen built their headquarters, took the old Smotherman's antique and the old radiator shop and transformed that into something super nice so i think you're seeing that development that's that's happening um i I do think that the broad street project that we're sitting on right now you know last thursday night we voted uh, on the contract to be able to get the pedestrian bridge going um so with t dot so i think you're going to see that happen and then once that happens next year i think first quarter you're going to see town creek uh under construction the the project across the street from where we are right now so i think that's that's something you're you're going to start um seeing a lot of the things downtown that will will start start moving along here's another one uh, and in fact you brought this up yourself earlier about uh, talking about the virtual policing near mtsu yeah so you know bart i, I try to I, I talked with dr mcphee and then we had a meeting with mtsu a couple of weeks ago, I don't think there's any, you know, secret. We've we've had a strained relationship with, um, you know, the university for a little while. We're trying to work on that. Steve Smith is someone that we continually, you know, I continually talk with. the 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 university has a very myopic focus. They're focused on the university. We're focused on the community. You know, and there was a story that was there was a story that was published. I mean, th- this is the facts. I mean, the university. I don't know how this has happened, but over the years, the university literally has turned into one of the largest slumlords in Murfreesboro. I mean, I think you guys published the story that they buy bought all these properties and ended up turning them into rental properties and not for students. So, I mean, to be clear, these are not rental houses for students, and so we had over two hundred calls for service last year to those rental units and i can tell you what's what would happen if that's a landlord here in murfreesboro i mean they're they're going to start getting some significant consequences for having properties that are draining taxpayer dollars in this case mtsu doesn't pay taxes so it's a double whammy so we've had a lot of those conversations but where that's led bart is you know, 77% of our shots fired in Murfreesboro are within a one-and-a-half-mile ring of the university. And I'm not saying the university has um, has fault in that. I, I would argue they have some fault. You know, less than 2,000 units, beds on campus, 
abs- MTSU has an absolute, uh, MTSU has a, a absolutely safe campus. But to argue that you have a very safe campus, but you have no responsibility for pushing all of that growth outside of the campus, I mean, that's not correct. So we have instituted a virtual policing program where we're having to put, uh, we've got license plate readers, automated ALPRs, and then also uh, cameras that will be around those high crime areas. Um, specifically, if you look at our, our high crime areas, it'd be Highway 96, um, Halls Hill Pike, Rutherford Boulevard, um, to be able to help police those areas. Now, look, it's not the university's fault, some of the issues that we have in the downtown area. But, you know, hopefully, I think the university is is really, we had a good meeting a couple of weeks ago with the entire city council. But, Bart, I've told you this. I've lost my political filter, and the university lives in a different world than I live in. They have a really good PR machine, and, and I appreciate Dr. McPhee and their team that, you know, they've got to, MTSU is absolutely an asset. I mean, look, I graduated from MTSU. I was a student body president at MTSU. MTSU has changed my family family's life but you know i said this to dr mcphee the first part of any problem is admitting there's a problem and when you look at the data that we have just from a crime perspective look chief bowen and the crime analysts crime analysts are way smarter than i am to be able to say hey here's what we are seeing and the city council has absolutely said look we want that area to be safe and that's what we're we're working really hard on right now. Now, with the virtual crime detection, you're using technology to go in. And uh, it was interesting to hear uh, Chief Bowen talking about how uh, they would record sounds of uh, in the air, and it would determine whether it's a backfire of a car or a, yeah. a shot fire. Yeah. So it's look, we're not using these cameras to patrol you know, have big, be big brother. That's one of the reasons we wanted to get this data out is when people start seeing these cameras to go up, it's like, look, we're not putting these out to like watch people, but what we are putting these cameras out and it's been, it's been proven through data. Chattanooga did this, you know, like we have those sky cops, those sky cops were over at the Rogers park area. And chief was telling me that they had one set up there and then they moved it. And the residents immediately started calling him saying, hey, why did, y'all, why did you move my sky cop? You know, we want that in our neighborhood. And so I think what we, we you know, our ultimate goal, and look, I am an MTSU fan, um, but, you know, Bart, you don't have to be in this community very long for people who live in the community to talk about the impact, both positive and negative, that, that MTSU has in our community. And so I think it's important that we're we're fair and that we're honest to say, hey, we've got to work on these issues. Um, and so I think that's what we'll, we'll continually do, continually try to do in moving forward into 2024. And on that note, we want to say thank you for sharing your time today. Hey, and Gateway Extension uh, may be paved next week. Sam Huddleston just All sent right. that to me. So. <laughs> So you can go all the way down after that. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you. (coughs) Shane McFarland, the Murfreesboro Mayor, our guest this morning on WGNS. Hope you have a super rest of the day. Stay with us. Much more to come right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS.